help people. I owe it to the people that need the information to actually keep going. Yeah. So it's bigger than me. And I think the purpose has to be bigger than me. The Pamela oh, project isn't about me. Wow. It's I literally love not about me. Dude, I, th- I thought I made that saying up recently. Your purpose has to be bigger than you. I, I can't have made that up. Welcome to the Prime Life Project podcast. A place to help you unlock your full potential, both mentally and physically, to become the best version of you. Welcome back to the episode of the Prime Life Project Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel James, and I'm back in my studio. I call it a studio. It's definitely a studio, man. It's it looks it's beautiful. It's an office, doubles as a studio. It's always building as well. The first, yeah. I'm thinking back to when I first came here, and you've just got white bare walls. Look at you now over there with the board in. Right, Maybe a little bit of art coming. Yeah. Oh, you've, you've ruined it now. Oh, it's no, no, like no. A, well, it? no, no. Was at the artist. I meant I was drawing a picture and going to bring yeah, it, yeah. Stick it in, like, <laughs> some of the kids just like sticking in the background. Thanks, Dan. Um, how are we? Really good, man. Yeah, feeling good. Like yourself. We always get a, uh, a little bit tired, I'm going to be honest, yep. but as soon as I have a drink with you, we have a chat, I just we're, get we're a buzz. Stuff, we're, on the, we're on the tea today. Yeah, we're not on the coffee, Pe- but... Peppermint and licorice tea. I think it is, it's just who you are. I, I like idea people, and you're always thinking of the next mission, the next thing, the creative, whatever, and honestly, because I've been putting up a big army tent today, and it's just took it out of me physically, but... As soon as I get near you and the mind starts going, I'm just going, yeah, we could do this, we could do that. And that's the buzz then. I'm ready. Literally, as soon as you came, I was like, Mikey, I've got some stuff to talk to you about. <laughs> Literally, so you hadn't even packed your bag. I was like, listen, <laughs> listen to what we're going to do. This is what we're doing. I had, had my notes. Like, just, just listen for two seconds. Do you, do you get knackered doing that? Like, is the, the moment you go through your door tonight, yeah. do you collapse? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Is that how well, it is? I, 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 I can't really explain what goes on in my brain and it's hard to understand it so bizarrely enough so I can't remember if I told you when we first got talking to um, the, um, Nationwide mm-hmm. um, Nationwide Building Society is that West, that West? Which, one's, which one's the Building Society uh, Nationwide. Nationwide yeah Fuck, so I, should know, I should know that <laughs> I always get, again my, my dyslexia I always get them mixed up um, so when we did the, the thing for them mm-hmm. uh, that went down so well that I then got invited to do a little talk of their dyslexia thing mm. so i was then listening to the, 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 the company's incredible by the way this is not a plug i'm not getting paid to say this but their, their company's absolutely incredible so mm. they have got like a dyslexia association wow so when i got diagnosed, diagnosed with dyslexia it was kind of a case of right got dyslexia that's it deal with it yeah and this lady was talking about like all these things that dyslexic people struggle with mm. and honestly for 32 years of my life or however long this has been diagnosed i say uh, 23 years of my life um i thought it was just me mm about my brain speed and how nuts like and it was just bizarre listening to this lady can you talking. name a few of them so like I, I, I can't let things like my brain is constantly on overdrive yeah so I don't know if you notice it sometimes when I'm on my podcast well the reason I talk quick and I mumble is because I can't get my words out quick enough mate so what I, happens is my brain speed is going so quick that I can't keep up with what I'm going to say because I'm dyslexic yeah. and that is something I didn't know yeah. you've just yeah. penny drop moment me there but you know I do spoken word I do poetry and still I really beat myself up about when I mumble on stage or say something I'm not supposed to or I lose a word or whatever my foot in and maybe that is just part of the reason package of the parcel yeah and, and, and there's something else this, this lady was saying I can't think what it was but it's just I genuinely I just sat there I was like oh, fucking hell like this is I didn't realize that this was all signs of dyslexia I just thought it was just me like being a bit odd and weird but it turns out it's not it's all things of dyslexia and then when she tells you that and you find out a few of these truths mm. Do they give you coping mechanisms or things that you can do to, to help that uh, breathing techniques or whatever it is? What's well, so going with it? Like, so, so it just, all it is is just dyslexic people that work for that particular company. Mm. So it's not necessarily like a coping strategy. It's just more uh, they, they want me to do a talk there to basically empower them. Wow. Because basically, because they're dyslexic, they think that they can't achieve anything in their life. Yeah. And I'm basically going there to say, no, you can. I'm dyslexic. Look what I've achieved. Yeah, But man. I went there and I was learning from them. And I, thought, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know that this was a dyslexic thing. I thought it was just me. So do I get tired? Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things for me is like wasting time in my life. Just I've wasted so much of my life. I've just come back off a, a workshop in London at the mm. Shard. Um, and I've always got ideas. That's my problem now. Mm. And it's like I need someone to be like, yes, yeah, good idea. It's not a good idea. It's right. a good idea. not a bad idea. Um, so I said, yeah, my brain's always thinking of things. And that's why I've got the whiteboard. So no one can see it on camera. I've got a massive whiteboard. It's just full of ideas because if I don't write it down, I'll forget. Well, that's the case, man. You, there's a byproduct to it, isn't there? You, you end up really fatigued, really knackered, but look at what you create as well. It's not that, it's a, it's a case of like, this doesn't happen by accident. Like some of the guests, again, you ask me sometimes how to get these guests on. Yeah. 
because of all the stuff that I'm doing behind the scenes and stuff. And again, getting you wasn't an accident. Mm. Like there's things that happen in because I make them happen. Yeah. So all the stuff I talk to clients about and stuff like that, it's like I make it happen as bizarre as it sounds. It's like mm. something will come and I have to take action. I have to do something about it. Like if I want something to happen, like we're talking about that big event, like the amount of people I've emailed about that big event. Yeah. Even through, I've had no response yet, but I'm like a dog with a bone. I will get a response. Yeah. Even if I have to go to another company. What happens in your moments of escapism then? Do you just, are you irritable? Or have you learned to enjoy it? Fuck, I feel it's like, uh, so, sorry. Something. No, no, it's good though. No, honestly, mate, no, honestly, I knew we'd go off on tangents. But this thing that I don't really talk about myself on this level with people. I need to do a podcast about my story in detail, actually, because I know I did it in the very episode number so one. Powerful. But also, I know you did it for your thing with me. So yeah. I probably need to get you to interview me on my yeah. podcast. <laughs> Here about we go. Me, yeah. um, <laughs> I struggle to turn off, especially if I'm talking to people, if I've had a girlfriend or stuff like that, I struggle to turn off because yeah. I don't want to have a day off. Yeah. I don't need a day off. Like, I don't need to have a day of just chill. And a lot of people do, but I don't. And my thing is, I see that as almost I weakness. Not on, not, on my, not on my part of weakness, but it's like other people are going to be sleeping. Other people that I'm trying to compete with, other people trying to do podcasts, public speaking, and all sorts of stuff I'm trying to do. They'll be they'll be resting, mm. but I'm good to go. Mm. So why would I not carry on? I don't say I work every day, but so um, uh, with my ex girlfriend, um, she used to get quite pissed off at me uh, that I used to like when I'd stay there for the weekend. Mm. But I'm like, right, we're on. Okay, I'll take Saturday completely off. I'll compromise. I'll take Saturday completely off. But Sunday we're going to Costa for two or three hours, and I'm going to work. Mm. And then she didn't like it, but she then did some of her work at the same time. But it's like I just had to do something. I couldn't just take the whole weekend doing mm. nothing. I had to do something. I mean. Hard work will always outweigh talent yeah. for me. And I think it was, a, again, a Will Smith interview he did. But he said, listen, I think so many more people have a lot more talent than I do. But say you put us both on a treadmill together, the other guy is either going to have to die or one of us is going to die because I am never going to stop. And he said what you just said then. While this guy's sleeping, I'm working. While mm. this guy's eating, I'm working. And that visual thing, it was his dad that really ingrained it to him. And he just said, you know, he literally knocked down a wall outside his dad's um, business and got him and his brothers to build the wall again. And they had to build a brick perfectly every day they turned up and lay it as perfect as a brick could ever be laid. And then in a year's time, they look back and they've got this wall. But they never didn't do it. Every single day they did it. So it was something towards bettering that wall. And Will Smith to be able to, after a year, look back and physically see what they built out of perfectly laying every single day. And that feels like what you're saying there, because I have a similar feeling, man. When me and Chrissy go on drives, my, my partner, I want to talk about business yeah. all the time. Yeah. But it's not a chore to me. No. I'm proud of what I do. You're proud of what you do and you should be. And Mate, you'll we, never see me. The, the running joke is I don't have any clothes that haven't got PLP Yeah, on, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's the promotion. Yeah. You're walking it. You're living it. You're being it. And again, I think that is just a factor of who we are and who you can be. You just have so much passion in what you do. Why, why do you have to? Why would you want to be on a beach just I, I lazy? Think the, I think the problem is with that whole lifestyle now. We've got like the three AM club and fucking people waking up at stupid o'clock. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah, I don't wake up at six AM or five AM or anything stupid. Like I, I, I don't, mm. and I don't burn out. Mm. If I notice I'm going to burn out, I'll go away. So I'm very aware of what's going on. If that makes sense. And my yeah. thing is like I, I feel people just never live to their full potential because they're always stopping themselves. When they start to get going stop and I'm just like I don't need to stop I'm good yeah um, so yeah that, that's just that's just me I, I, really, I, I like that insight in it man it gives me a, a more of a clarity to how you operate and yeah. it really helps because you know we see one another so often it's business related but I just wonder how it continues how it builds yeah, mate, and it's, it's it makes it I makes mean, I, me I feel stay, happy I stay in this office and I'll pop out and see my team and have a good laugh and a joke. But I literally sit in this office and mm. my brain is non-stop. Yeah. Stories of things. But you can't, life. do you know, if you just listen to everyone else and they tell you how you should be acting, how you should feel, a lot of people say, oh, you've got, you've, got to, you've got to switch off though. You've got yeah. to do this. You've got, after this podcast now today, I'm going to go home and have to do another load of edits. Yeah. But I know what that's going to create by the end of it. I'm going to look back. I'm going to be fulfilled. I'm going to be proud of what I've done. And I've got rid of that workload that's going to just accumulate. Yeah. So, but you're setting yourself tasks each day, so you know that by the end of the day you've mm, got to yeah. do X amount of edits, yeah. and then you don't go to until you've done it. So, whatever you do with your day, whether you do it in the morning or not, 
So if you wake up and get these edits done, so you have your coffee in the morning, you have your breakfast, and let's say you just sit and watch Netflix for an hour, mm. and then you've got seven till 12 o'clock tonight to do your edits, that's mm. a shit use of your, your time. But that's what most people do. They'll put things off, and then they're like, oh yeah, hashtag 3am club. Mm. No motherfucker, you something productive. So like today, like I've got things on my board there, so I had to write the outline for the thing we are talking about, so I've done that, crossed. Uh, I've got to do a workshop on Friday, so I had to do the idea for that, that's nothing crossed off. Mm-hmm. I had to uh, do the Instagram post, cross that off, and I had to create a template, crossed off. Because today I was rammed with clients. I didn't have a lot of productivity to do. The day before, again, I had four things, uh, sorry, five things were on there. I did not leave this office until they were done. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, if I look at that list, I'll create every morning, like, what am I going to do for the day? And I look at it, like, right, what can I do straight away? Instagram post, bam, done. So when I had my clients, I'd already done one thing on that list. Mate. So it's all done. And then again, I had a client cancel earlier on. I was like, well, I was going to do it after this podcast. Well, I've got time, bam, done. Yeah. So it means after this podcast, I'm now done. If yeah. I choose to stay and do more, that's fine. But it's like every day, what can I do? And again, it says there, to grow the business. Hmm. What can I do to grow the business? So it's not a to-do list, it's what can I do to grow the business. So again, the Instagram post is growing the business because again, the information that I put, the captions that I put out takes thought and effort and you've got hmm. to put them together. And again, all this other stuff that's going on, again, the workshop we spoke about, like that's going to help people. So I've yeah. got all these things, so it's like, well, how can I grow the business? And that's what people don't do it every day. So again, I get my clients, so again, insight into working with me. Like they've got uh, three critical tasks they're going to do today to move their life forward. Mm. So the start of the day, right, what's three things you can do today to move your life forward? I absolutely, I love that question. I love that critical, question. Critical tasks, so people are like, oh yeah, the problem is people are busy. Yeah. But they're busy being busy. Not yeah, being productive, yeah. And they're doing nothing to move their life forward. Mm. So it's like, if you just know, like you've got to do the washing, that's going to get done. But it's like, what three things are you actually going to do to move your life forward? And again, let's say people come with me and the whole thing is working on their mental health and fat loss. So their, their, their critical task for the day could be reading, um, going for a walk, mm. cooking the food up. Well. But that's going to move their life forward. And over time, what happens is this then becomes a habit. They know they've got to go out walking. It comes second nature. They don't need to then have that. Mm. So they replace that with mm. something else, like maybe going to the gym, because mm. that's something they've not done before. And that's just a part of their life. That's part of their life. Uh, so basically, what you do is the critical tasks over time become part of their life. We're being tangible. We know us really well. So you're putting stuff on that board that you know you can achieve. Yeah. You're not putting stuff on there that's going to be tenfold. You get to the but end of it. It's reverse engineering. So again, look at the big thing. Again, you've got, so again, I know you guys here watching this or listening can't see it, but on, on the right-hand side, I've got the big goals. Mm. I've got the big, massive goals. Yeah. So I reverse engineer it. So what do I want? Yeah. That's what I want. I've got four massive goals there. Right. How do I reverse engineer that? Now, every single day, what am I doing to move me towards that? So I reverse engineered it. So I know what the outcome is. I know what the goal is. That's the goal. The goal is that. Cool. So what do I need to do today? So that's the goal. Right. What do I need to do? So for example, email that venue. They're mm. not going back to me yet. So I can't move on to my next thing until I've got a reply. Right. Venue's booked. Tick. Right. Next. 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 Taking all right. the steps to get to that end goal. I love it. And the thing is, you get home, you're through the door, you're knackered, mm-hmm. but you're also clear. Yeah. Because you've ticked everything that. off. And then, and then, and then, and then, then my gratitude journey, my journey, and then meditation. So meditation just, meditation for me is the thing that just helps create this. This bizarre thing about this, like it, it helps me create space. So when I actually start to meditate, mm. it helps me create space for ideas to pop in. Right, okay. As bizarre as that cool. sounds. No, it makes total sense. Yeah. It's, as I said, and like I said, this probably I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. People just can't fucking deal with me. I'm fucking, I'm, I feel like I'm an oddball, but it's... it's I'm, I think you've just got I'm to find the other oddball, though, haven't you? I'm trying to help people. Yeah. So that's the thing for me. It's like, again, the intention. What's the intention behind it? My intention is to help people. So also, if, again, you know what the big plans are. It's all to help people. Yeah. At no point is my thing, Mike, Mike, you're going to make money. Mm. Right, Mike, you're going to do this. It's always, right, help people. How? At the start of relationships you've had, though, would you display that and would you be really transparent and open to say, listen, if we are to go out, this is what you're going to expect? Or did they have expectations at the start where they thought, hang on, we were just going on dates or we were doing this? And so then it's, it- this is interesting. That. So, so my ex-girlfriend and I spoke about the cost of coffee and stuff like that. Like when we first met again, she's the person <clears throat> that really basically helped me sort my life out. Because when we met, I was still basically depressed. So mm. she was here on a level. She had a really fucking good job, like earning a good amount of money. I was in a fucking shit place and right. I'd never had someone in my life that successful. I was always the fixer. So the people I would surround myself with and I would date were quote unquote broken because my life was such a shit show. I'd basically find people that were, had a bigger shit show than me and basically try and be the savior. That was one of my things, like the whole mm. savior syndrome. Um, and then I'd wonder why I'd end in tears because I didn't have my shit together. I was a, a fucking mess. A, a mess it's a bl- the blind trying to lead the blind. So mm. it never worked. And then here comes on this person that's actually got their fucking shit together. Mm. Fucking successful fucking businesswoman. And I was like, fucking hell. So she then dragged me up to a level. Then after I got to that level, I then shot up. I was like, uh, right, I'm not happy now at this level. I've now got a taste for what this whole thing tastes like. Wow. And then that's when it started to perpetuate. 
And that's when the Parliament Project started, uh, Lean Queens, all those other things started, these little ventures. Um, and then fortunately that relationship didn't work out. Uh, not got bad with Seba. Uh, anything since then, I would always be like, this is what I am. Right. This is what I am like. And I've always said that I need someone to grab me by the bollocks yeah. and be like, you need to fucking do this, dickhead. Huh. to hold me accountable, to keep me accountable. So that when I'm saying I've got to do this, they're like, how can I help? Right. Rather than, oh, fuck, can I do it again? So then would partners in the past say, yeah, yeah, no problem, I get it, I get it, and then it diminished later when you were transparent and open and said, this is what I need. Later down the line, they thought they could give that, but then they couldn't. Well, so, so, so again, I've never had that when it comes to where I'm at now in business because I'm not dated anyone. Right, I get so it. So, so I can't, I can't answer that. I don't know the... The, the answer to that but, but let's use it in the modelling term so when I was six pack shredded best shape of my life everyone loved the fact I was a model right dating profiles all sorts of oh my god you're a model fucking amazing they'd love it until they figured out what it actually took to look like that the fact I'd have to eat six meals a day the fact I'd go out on dates with Tupperware the yeah. fact that I don't drink alcohol the fact that I'm not going to stay up late the fact that I do go to the gym over everything else what well, I did I was doing all this stuff so they loved the idea of how I looked they loved aesthetically how I looked mm. but they didn't like what it took it's like, we can't have both. So again, for example, let's say I get further down the line, I do become successful. And again, because again, I'm, in the grand scheme of things, I've not really achieved anything. Let's be completely honest. Like, I know it's all subjective, but mm. I haven't. In the grand scheme of what I want to achieve, I'm still a fucking ground zero. So when I can actually look back and I've achieved some stuff, mm. it's then people that are coming into my life need to understand there's certain things that would have got me there. Mm. And you can't compromise because as soon as you compromise on one thing, you compromise everything. Again, it's a really good quote I learned from the weekend. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Huh. I, I, I've heard it before, but it just, it's I, a I heard that on Andy Frazella, I think. Yeah. And it was, um, he, he said, literally, if you piss on the seat and you don't wipe it up, that is defining your character. And he yep. said, I'm not metaphorizing that. I'm not turning that into. If you literally piss on the seat and you're not doing anything about it, that's who you are. Or you see the bins and then you take it out and you don't do it. All yeah. these little things, again, I always try and my lap. I literally spoke to my team about this in team meeting earlier on, but that, 100% that's what it is. So that's, that's my thing. It's like, I can't compromise on what I'm doing. Hmm. Like, I know where I need to be. And this is, this is, I mean, I am in a rush to get there. I am. But in a controlled rush, if that makes sense. So yeah. my thing is, I'd rather be single than have someone that's going to knock me off course. Because again, it's not for me. This is a bizarre thing. I'm not doing this for me. I've got information that can help people. Mm. The podcast has got information that can help people. I owe it to the people that need the information to actually keep going. Yeah. So it's bigger than me. And I think the purpose has to be bigger than me. The Pamela Project isn't about me. Wow. It's I literally love it. not about me. Dude, I, th I thought I made that saying up recently. Mm. Your purpose has to be bigger than you. Mm. I, I can't have made that up, <laughs> but my friend was in this rut recently where he's just been constantly low, con and he's not that sort of guy. And I like... Well, what is your purpose, man? Let's work it out. Let's build it. Let's find it. He's like, I know my purpose. I know my purpose. And I was like, well, what? where are you at now? Why are you so low? What? And we got to this crux of this purpose. And he, he just started crying. And he realized the thing that he had missed out the way was his family, was his person that he loves the most, his partner, his daughter, all these things. And he, he went... I just wanted to look good <laughs> and his purpose wasn't bigger than him, but he, he, he just loved training. So he's training all the time, really on it, on it, on it with the diet as you can really um, be compassionate with. But we just sat for, I think it was only 10 minutes really. And from that meet, meeting with him, I went away and I was just thinking that it seems like a sign of happiness, a sign of contentment is make your purpose bigger than you. Mm. And I, I absolutely love... But this is the thing that comes to him, like, why, did, why was his body, why was this thing, like, why? Mm. The why. Like, 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 why is that so important to him? Again, for me, my body was so important to me because I, was, I felt like a worthless piece of shit. Yeah. And I wanted women to like me. Mm. And the only way I thought they were going to like me was through that. So again, there's some stuff with Rebecca Dakin. So again, the, 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 awesome, sex, yeah. the, the sex therapist is also a normal therapist. Yeah. Uh, so I'm doing some work with her. And again, she's unpacking some stuff mm. and discussing with her. Like, where's that come from? Why, why, why? And breaking it all down. It's like, fucking hell. Mm. A lot of the stuff I've done, which I kind of knew anyway, is all through validation. Yeah. About success. Like, I needed to do things to feel successful. I absolutely love that. And again, what he was saying was of an idea. It's what he thought is partner would want it's what yeah. he thought it would make his daughter look proud and feel good 
But actually, what they wanted was him around more often yeah. and him to be by their side and, and so on. And he just, he broke it down because he said he'd been having conflict at home with the daughter, with the, all his family members. And he, he was counteracting it with the gym and so on. And he just dedicated his whole time and life to this. It only lost, took lost him a, the bigger picture. It only took him a minute to sort <clears> of, <throat> I saw it in his eyes. I saw it in him where he went, dude, I think I've been looking at this upside down. But that's what, it's a, it's a prime example of this. So came back from this business meeting in, in London at the weekend. Um, and I'm restructuring how I do my online coaching, the pricing of it, the structure of it all, discussing it with someone. And they said, well, what about the little people? I said, what do you mean? I said, so you're offering X, Y, and Z this service and it's going to cost X amount of money, blah, blah. I said, what about everyone else? I said, there's levels to it. So you've got like the, 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 the premium level, which again, is something I'm trying to create. So again, the premium level then helps people a little bit more. See, look, look at Mikey, you, you, you're bringing your little green arm over my, over my face. I've edited that. I'm editing that. You've edited that bit out? Yeah. We're going to leave it in. <laughs> uh, if anyone's watching this, or yeah, uh, Mikey has to turn one of the cameras back on, so his, his big green sleeve covered my, my camera up. Um, so there's different, my point is there's different levels for the service I'm offering. So I want to offer more to people, but if you offer more to people, you need to slightly increase the price for what you're offering and mm -hmm. basically more bespoke package, and I can offer them more. But as, as explaining, the whole point of the company is there's something for everyone. Mm. So I've got the podcast. This is for free. Yeah. The information. This is completely for free. So even if you can't afford any of my services, whether it's my coaches, whether it's myself, the podcast is always going to be free. Categorically, mm. my Instagram always going to be free. And then you've got intro level things like, for example, the course we're going to create. So again, you've got the course. That's intro level. And then you've got a certain level of service with me. They've got premium level service with me. So yeah. there's different levels for what can meet for everyone. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to hit different people where they're at. If that yeah. makes sense. And that's my thing. I don't ever want to lose track of what I'm doing. Mm. Because my whole point is to help as many people as possible. Yeah. So, for example, you're from the gym, he's doing it for his kids. As soon as the gym then, he's lost sight of the bigger picture. Yeah. If I then start to do, do put these things in place and then it isolates segments, I'm then not helping as many people as possible. I'm doing the exact opposite of that. Mm. So, yeah. you, always have to st you always have to look at the bigger picture, remember the bigger picture of what you're trying to do. So, my thing isn't just about building a big business. It's not about making money per se. It's about, right, how can I help people? Mm. Like, and it's genuinely coming from a place of, right, how can I add value? And obviously then the more value you add, the price needs to reflect that. And that's the whole thing of it. Like, what do people need? How do you can then add that into a structure? This was on uh, the Owen podcast, wasn't it? What, mm. What's Owen's second name, sorry? To Hunt. Owen Hunt. So people go mm. and watch that podcast. It was an absolute brilliant yeah, yeah. one. And again, you both spoke about mission statements. And me and Chrissy on the drive home were thinking about what is our mission statement? Because I had an idea what my purpose was. I had a feeling but to actually really reflect on it and think about, no, what is my purpose on this planet right now? And it, it may change in time, yeah, it may, so. whatever it is, but to, to not be elusive with it and to actually have a bit of cement down. Because then it allows you, especially if you're, this, this is the thing with this, if your brain's that busy, you've got all these mm. ideas, if you don't know what your purpose is, mm. you can be moving yourself away just for the sake of being busy. Yeah. So someone offers you, for example, a pizza rubber business. Yeah. And you're, oh yeah, brilliant. Yeah. But, What's that, okay, that going to do? In, in the money, in, in the short term, we make you money. Yes. But that's got nothing, if your purpose isn't to do with food and whatever it is, it takes it away from the bus, it takes it away from the mm. farm. It completely loses its thing. But then actually, if you know what your, the whole thing for the farm is, to create a venue, yeah. ah, pizza oven, that's a great idea. Mo yeah. Brilliant. That actually fits in nicely with the thing. So this makes sense, but you need to know what your, your purpose is. And your it was, I, I went back and again, we had a sit down meal. We talked, it was lasted for the whole meal. We we're both giving ourselves ideas of what could it be. And I realized I wanted mine to have leeway and mine was lighting up paths mm. because it was being able to be um, open, to, to bring people together. That's a part of lighting up paths, but then it's also helping people find their passions and their inspirations. So it's literally lighting a path for them and so on. It was a magnitude of things, but I absolutely love that whole podcast premise, what you did with Owen on that day. Did it take you the same amount of time, like me and Chrissy having a car journey, having a meal? Did you have to go and think about what is it? What is my purpose? What is my mission statement? Yeah, it's never a clue. Really? It's just like, it's only, again... Like, How did you get to and it? The, the reason I say about the depression is the best thing that ever happened to me is because I genuinely believe that without that and me going through the journey of self-discovery, I want to figure out that my mission is to help people. Mm. Because again, look through everything in my life. My main thing is I want to try and help people. Like, that's always been my thing, but I've had no reason. I literally would help people with detriment of me. But now I've got this information. Now I'm in a good place. Now I'm actually making something in my life. It's like, like I said, like, like you said, I don't claim to have achieved anything of great success. But... 
I literally wake up and my life has meaning, it has purpose, and I'm happy and I'm content. Mm. Most people do not have that. So yeah. if I can actually give them that, then they're winning. And then they can then create their own path of the whole thing. Like, again, like you said, lighten the path for them. Like, that, that's it, cool. And it just, while well, I was trying to figure out the primary project, like, right, what do I want to stand for? Mm. Uh, what, again, what do I want? I want to help people. Yeah. Okay, what do you want to help people? Like, I want to help people mentally and physically from the best version of themselves. Right. So again, coffee but back, I'm being a personal trainer and a coach. But it's not just the, the physical aspect of stuff, it's the mental health side of stuff. Yeah. I want to help people not go through what I went through because one of the biggest things for me is the fact there was no one, I didn't think there was anyone there when I was struggling. Mm. I thought it was just me on my own. I was the only person that was suffering with this. But actually, if I'd have known, I had a podcast like the Primal Project podcast, for example, yeah. and been like, oh no, actually, I remember uh, this guy called Mikey was on the podcast. Mm. Or I remember the guy called Owen was on this. Or I remember, oh yeah, they suffered with it as well. And you've got these guests I've had on, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm not alone. This is a completely normal feeling. Or again, the one did about negative thoughts and feelings. Again, if someone had told me how to navigate the negative thoughts and feelings inside my own head, mm. I wouldn't have been fucking crippled by the, my thoughts. So it's all these things. I'm trying to give people the tools. I've got this knowledge now that I use on a daily basis. Mm. I'm trying to use it and pass it on. So again, all the stuff said about the power list and stuff like that, it's there for my clients. So again, you pay me for the coaching services, I give you even more insight. But the podcast is giving you a massive insight into what I do as well. I'm very open and honest about it. Mm. But my thing is, I'm trying to help people so that when they're in that dark place, or if they feel like they're going down that dark place, they can be like, ah, I'm not alone. Right, I heard this podcast that talked about this, and this person went through this, and this is how they got out of it. Let me try that. Let me see if that works. Mm. that's all it is and, and again it, I know potentially didn't answer your question it was like I, I don't think it was a defining moment where it just came to me this is my purpose it was I was doing it yeah. and as I was doing it I was like fuck this is it yeah like yeah. I just got such a sense of someone, yeah someone had said something to me that, that helped from something like that I can't remember specifically what it was but that's what it would have been and I'd have been like fuck <laughs> that's what I want to do this is what it is huh. this is what so again it's looking at like what, what do I enjoy doing mm. the one to one coaching isn't my passion anymore the passion is the results I get people Okay, cool. So I can only affect one person in one hour of personal training one to one. Yeah. With the online coaching, I can affect a hell of a fucking lot more people. Mm. Again, going to schools, I can affect even more people. Doing the podcast, even more people. It's so like it's the like, recent podcast yes. with Jody did the maths, didn't exactly. it? Exactly, and that's what it is. You can affect more people. Yeah. So my thing is I wasn't feeling fulfilled doing the one to one personal training because it's, I could only help that one person. Yes, on a more deeper level, like there physically. Yeah. But they didn't need that physicality once they got to a certain level. It's like, right, my coaches can now deal with that. Cool. Mm. I'm taking it to the online stuff, so now I can help these people on a more deeper level. And they literally keep going, keep going, keep going, going. And that's what it is. But that realize that's what my purpose is. That's what I wake up every day for, is to try and help people. So again, one of my clients, again, I think I mentioned on the previous podcast, lost £100. Mm. Went to climb up Ben Nevis at the weekend. Mm. Everyone was saying to me, you can't do it. You're going to fail. Don't worry if you can't make it up there. Like, do you know what I mean? Imagine fucking saying that to someone. Yeah. Lost 100 fucking pounds. They're fucking buzzing. About to climb Ben Nevis. And motherfuckers are saying to her, like, oh, you don't worry if you fail. Don't. And I thought, fuck, what the fuck? Yeah. Climbs up it, fucking smashes it. Yeah. Sends me this video at the top. I'm fucking crying my eyes out because I fucking know how much that means. I'm like, that's fucking mega. Mm. Then the next day, there's a fucking bungee jump. Wow. Because she was too big to do it before. So she's always wanted to do it, but she was too big. Huh. I mean, what the fuck? Incredible. I mean, and literally the whole time when we've working, been working with her, she's like, why do you do this? Why do you put up with all this? Because again, she's had wobbles throughout the journey. Again, shifting 100 pounds, you're a complete different person. You have to be, the whole mentality shift. She's like, why do you do this? Why do you put up with this? And I literally went and showed me those videos, this is why. Mm. Yeah, but it's not worth it. No, it is. It no, no, it is. No, trust me, you have no idea how much it's worth it. It gets me so fucking emotional now talking about it. Like, it's it, it's me, fucking man, worth yeah. it. Because you've completely transformed someone's life and you've shown them what they're capable of doing. Mm. And like you say, I mean, you have just affected one person there, but the that ripple emanates, effect. The ripple, ripple effect, effect, yeah. Because then she's now inspiring other people dude, that were as lost picture. as she was at the start. Mm. This is the point. This is why I'm getting into public speaking. This is why I want to do these big, massive talks. Because you can just, again, just affect, let's say you've got a fucking room of 100, even 10 people. Those 10 people then get affected, bam, straight away, then they pass it on, radiating effect. Mm. I've got an interesting thought from everything you said there as well. And when I said you're doing pretty darn well with yourself and you said, no, I'm not really on the grand scale of things. I haven't achieved anything. And, and I suppose success is subjective because yep. my look on you is I love what you're doing. I'm really, as your newly found good friend, so proud of you on your journey and what you're up to. But do you struggle with a compliments and do you struggle with reflecting back and seeing how far you have come because I've been through your like profile and look where you've been at well, and you so on. Well, you guys have already started, yeah? Yeah, I've been, <laughs> and, I've been and seen yeah, your yeah, journey, Dan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what so you're saying. It's saying. all there. The very start. Uh, 100%. But, yeah, but, uh, do you have moments where you can have an appraisal with yourself and go, do you know what, Dan? 
fucking good on you, son. But also, so, so, so again, so do I take compliments well? No, not at all. Mm. Like, at all. Even if I'm seeing someone, I don't take compliments well. Really? At all. Like, I just don't take them well. No idea why that is. Dude, I'm sure I'll break that down. You're going to psychoanalyze that in a bit, aren't you? Yeah. Okay, cool, thank you, but I don't. Fun and Yeah, even when I was modeling. Yeah. Honestly, even when I was modeling, it sounds bizarre. I said to me posting these photos and still couldn't accept a compliment and accept. It's bizarre. It feels like it's like it wasn't even me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, when it comes to when I say I haven't achieved anything in the grand scheme of things, it's because I know the outcome. Yeah. But I do it every single night. That's why I do the gratitude. Right. Every single night. Yeah. So when I say that, I'm not for a single second saying that I don't think I'm doing stuff because I know full and you're not, well. Yeah, not like, proud I, of no, yeah, yeah, you're 100%. Like, I, like, I look at where I was and how I, how I was and what I've achieved now and some of the people fucking talking to, again, yourself, where the podcast is going, like the comments that people send to me on Instagram and all sorts of stuff. Like, I know that I'm doing some fucking stuff mm, and I know good. that I'm doing more than good. most people do because most people just don't take action. They say they're going to do if they don't do it. But I know that for me, I know where I'm going to end up. Yeah. So in the grand scheme of things, people are like, oh yeah, you're here. No, 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 I'm here. Yeah. I'm going here. Like, yeah. if I try to share with you, share more than anyone you probably know, if I try to articulate to people my vision and my goals, they would think I'm nuts. It'd be the same Ben Nevis thing. Yeah. I'm going to come Ben Nevis. And they're like, no, nah, don't we feel it, make it. So I just don't. Yeah. I just don't tell yeah. people what the Ben Nevis is for me because I don't need them there for, I know that I'm going to get to the top of Ben Nevis. I don't need you to tell me that I can or that I can't because do, I'm going to do, do it anyway. Do those people, the can't sayers though, do they not accelerate you a bit further? Oh, I'm the one, mm. if, you want to, if you want to see me shine, yeah. tell me I can't do something. Yeah. <laughs> and I will be like, right, motherfucker, okay. It's happening. I, I, honestly, honestly, that's one of the biggest things. Like, if you call me stupid or imply that I'm stupid or can't do something, yeah. I will fucking Game bend over. over backwards to fucking destroy do you. Do it. Like, fuck you. <laughs> and this is what I said to her at the top. When she got to the top, I said, I hope you're fucking thinking of all those motherfuckers that said you couldn't do it. Mm. And on the way down, you're thinking, fuck you. Mm. Because that's what you need. It's so power. This is, but a lot of people use it, it'll break them. No, motherfucker, don't let it break you. Use that as fuel. You, the, but again, in a con- constructive way. So again, if you know about creating a fire, God, I feel really nosy. My nose are blocked up. Um, is that when you create a fire? So if the fire sort of needs some fuel on it, some wood, you don't just throw it all on top because you smother the fire. Yeah. So you don't want to be consumed with the fucking hatred. Yeah. You just strategically place the logs on and twigs on good, as good needed analogy. so it basically adds the actual fuel that you want to get you going mm. where a lot of people get consumed by it mm. their whole thought process is again when I was depressed um, I had an ex-girlfriend that really fucked me over I would literally use that as fuel when I was training mm. Mm. so I literally when I was training but I, you could channel it yeah I could channel it yeah now again I was depressed and doesn't, again fucking but when I was training that's all I was thinking about I didn't necessarily wasn't thinking about it outside of the gym but I was really constructively using it and it is, it's, it's being gentle with it still, isn't yeah. it? Because there's people in my life that have been the naysayers, been the negative people. And I suppose there have been those times where I've been fully consumed. I've gone up, I've, I've cried, or I've just stopped doing what I'm doing. I, I've, I've reflected on that before. And then after them tears, after that, no, but what are you doing? Why are you letting that affect you? You can breathe, you can mm-hmm. be gentle and go, Chill, Mikey. Just do it. Yeah, and, it, and that's it what it is. Just do it. Yeah, so just this do thing, it. Just fucking do it. You got to take a step and a step and a step. Yes, when people get that anger or they feel disappointed, upset, and angry, they dwell on it too much. When what yeah. they need to do is channel it into doing something. Oh, mate, channel that's it so into powerful. action. Yeah, they don't. They, they, this stuff comes in and they absorb it again. Energy can't be destroyed. It can only be transferred. Mm. So if that a negative energy is coming onto you, don't fucking sit there and absorb it. Transfer it into something negative. Don't just fucking sit there because if it's just sat there with it, you're just going to pass it on to everyone you, else. You let this little mini me in your head, don't yeah. you? Start going, yeah, you are actually. What they're saying is right. And then you've got, well, what is the point? What, what, why would I do anything to, to prove a point to them? There's no point. And you get to this like complete lost sense of self because you've been battered by them. But this is the thing, but that mini me, yeah. again, I've always said, where's that come from? For yeah. me, it's yeah. come from people from the day you're born. Yeah. The day that you're born, you're handed a script mm. of the person you should be. And every single day for your life, you're handed a script. Yeah. And you've then got this fucking massive book, this encyclopedia of your life. Yeah. And that's what the little voice does. You've built up an identity yeah. about yes. yourself. Yeah. But again, it's not based on you. 
you've got the real you and yeah. you've got everyone else's version of you. That can achieve anything. Yes. So exactly. So when that negative thing comes in, you've got the you. The, again, going back to the Back in Yourself podcast, you should always back yourself. Yeah. And again, I've spoke about this with my clients on a, a private, again, I know you've been on one of the, the private live, live videos I do with my clients. I know exactly where the fuck I'm going. Yeah. And I back myself to get there. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get there. I don't know when the fuck it's going to happen, but it's happening. Yeah. Because I, I know when, I know it's not even, not even a question is going to happen. It does not stress me again. I think I've showed you before the audio on my, my phone about me. It's there. Mm. And I, I literally have got me in the future telling me what the fuck's going to happen in my life. I know. Mm. It's irrelevant. It's, it's done. Fuck, I'm on a massive round conflict. What the fuck was the point that was? You're just backing yourself. No, that was it. And that's it. So the real you backs yourself. You, sh- you have to back yourself. You have to back you. Then that voice inside your head, that's not you. That's your mum. That's yeah. your ex-boyfriend. That's all that stuff. That's that little... You've seen that, the video, that niggling seed of doubt? I've not like, seen that uh, video. Where it's just like, oh, here it is, the seed of doubt. And it's a little, little creature thing. Yeah, it's a little creature over. stick on the video. Um, but uh, well, yeah, a little bit of worry about it because it's a little fluffy thing. But that's what it is. It's other people that are talking to you. Yeah. It's other people. That, that, that little mini you isn't you. That, that mini you is other fucking people. That's your mum telling you to be safe. Mm. That's your ex-boyfriend, that ex-girlfriend telling you that you're no good. You're never going to amount to anything. That's my English, that's my history teacher saying you're never going to amount to anything in your life. That's what that is. uh, You'll know this quote. um, And my friend said it to me the other day. And it was, uh, you're not who you think you are. You're who you think they think you are. Yes. And when he said that. Because because people don't know themselves. Good man. But people don't know themselves. Yeah. So like I said, I put the Instagram post out the other day. I think I said in Jody podcast. People aren't broken. They don't need fixing. They need to find themselves, forgive themselves and love themselves. Stunning. Yeah. Most, Most people don't know who they are. They are, what other, they, they are being what other people want them to be. Mm, because they put that perception yes. in alignment. They're in a relationship they, want, they, they should be in because it works for their, their family and it keeps their fucking mount parentship. They're in a job that, again, society likes. Like they may be fucking being a top-end lawyer, earning a shit ton of money, mm. but actually what they want to be is a fucking baker. Mm. They want to bake some cakes, but they can't. It's not socially accepted. And then you've got people that are fucking homosexual that have to fucking play straight and be straight and yeah. split it down because their mum or dad, what will they, what will they say? You've got people that are stuck in fucking religious things that again, and again, people speaking from personal experience, I know someone in the situation mm. that feels so fucking guilty about living their life because of what their mum will say. Mm. What kind of fucking life is that? They don't know themselves because other people are telling them what they should be and they're playing along. And that starts from such a young age. And this was my thing. I had no fucking clue I was. I had no sense of purpose or no sense of self. Mm. And again, that's the whole thing about ego. Then the ego gets created, that big I. Yeah. And again, exactly what Paul Cope said. The more the lower your self esteem is, the higher the ego goes. Mm, that was a good graphic yes, grade. Fantastic, there. yeah. I really like that. Let's stick it up again. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but that's the point, though. Most people's ego is so high because they feel so shit about themselves. They've got no self worth. They've got no self worth because they don't know who they are. Mm. And again, they've ended up doing horrific things in their life they're maybe not proud of, made stupid mistakes, hurt people. But again, they're not then forgiving themselves. So, mm. how can you move forward trying to be a better version of you if you're still holding guilt and shame about yourself? You can't. Literally. Like I make it very clear. Like I've I've been a fucking asshole. Mm. People that don't know me, I've been a fucking asshole. So I was out the other day um, before I went to London, uh, having a drink. Two girls came across me that I've not seen since college. Yeah, and it made me feel very, very, very uncomfortable. They mm. said, "Oh, DJ, how you doing?" Just like they called me DJ. Really. DJ is. I, I have I very negative connotations with DJ because yeah. again, that was when I was massive fuckboy, completely lost as human being, like f- football player. That that, that was that. And straight away, it was like a fucking oh shit. Like, now who do I be? Mm-hmm. And she literally turned one and said, you, don't, you, you, you haven't changed a bit? And I thought, oh, God. I was like, first of all, I you... said, I'm double the fucking size. <laughs> I, I fucking have changed. And I, thought, and I thought, fuck, that's not good. And again, that little voice inside your head, oh, maybe you are a fraud. Maybe you haven't changed. Uh... And I was like, no, no. Like, but again, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. So one little thing. Powerful thing, Powerful. man. But this is again, amazing. So back in then when I was doing that stuff, again, I needed to forgive myself yeah. for the kind of person I was. I wasn't the incongruity with the kind of person I was. I've always been a good person. I was just doing stupid things trying to fit in, trying to get validation, trying to get people to like me. Mm. Whether it was males, friends, whatever it was. So females, friends, whatever it was. But then I had to forgive myself. Because the amount of females that I've hurt in my life, just by being a fucking player, just by being a fucking absolute fuckboy, mm. like, I forgive myself. Yeah. And I remember the very first time I meditated and said that I love myself and actually meant it, I burst out crying. Really? Because I'd never said it to myself. It's release. But again, yeah. So find yourself. Who actually are you? And then you've got to forgive yourself mm. and then love yourself. Because you can't love yourself if you haven't forgiven yourself if you don't know who you are. 
that's what people try to do. They try to do the self-love thing, the whole fucking self-love movement. You can't really love yourself if you don't know who you are to start off with. Yeah. The whole yeah. point of that is self-love. If you don't know who self is, how can you love it? Mm. And if you think you're a piece of shit, how can you love that? Mm. You have to first forgive yourself. And then yourself. you beat yourself up for yeah. that, for the guilt, and it keeps on snowballing yes. faster. I'm sure I came yeah. up with that. I, I think I made that. But that, that look, forget, find yourself, forgive yourself. I'm sure I've actually created that. I, I hope you have, man, because that's going to be in the record books. That's the one to stay in there. But, 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 but that, that, that's the thing for me. I find it, it is, it's hard to do. We speak about it all the time. But it's asking yourself the right questions. Do you, and and you, you catch it as well, because I've got friends on a similar plane of thinking of us, beautiful souls, great people. My friend recently just, so one of his biggest problems or negative traits or coping mechanisms in his life, he really struggled with trust, huge thing mm. for trust, through being a kid, uh, dad walked out on him, struggled with his mum's um, relationship, she always used to lie to him, she was a compulsive liar anyway, so really struggled with trust. Now he's built up this strong sense of self, he's brought up a, a, a business, he's got his purpose aligned, but then recently, and he won't mind me saying this to be honest, um, the girl they'd been seeing, who had really put all this belief in and happiness in and doing stuff together, got a house together and so on, she'd been cheating on him. And he's crushed at the minute. Mm. This is another friend of mine. Bloody poor friends, aren't mm. they? <laughs> Thank God they got us, mate. Is this what happens when people call me your friends? Yeah, yeah. Don't enter, don't enter, don't enter. It's all gone <laughs> chaos, man. <laughs> but... Again, yeah, it's just a, another factor of life. And he used to be, at school, the hard lad, always fighting, always doing drugs, making people scared. And I know that isn't him. That wasn't him then. That was just him protecting Defense himself. Mechanism, yeah. Defense mechanism. Now, he is living in true self. I feel it. I understand it. I know it because we've got such a good connection too. But he sent a message that isn't him and it was the ego come through and he had this little relapse where he's saying, I feel like just fucking it all off and going back to fighting or just blocking everyone off because this is it. The person I trusted the most didn't even, couldn't even do this for me. So the only person I literally have trust in this planet, mate, is either me or you. That's about it. And he, he wanted to go on this big relapse. Have you had moments of that? Have you had any feelings of that? Or do you catch yourself quite quickly now? Do you go, Dan, no need, son. I fucking hate you sometimes. <laughs> I was not expecting this today, you motherfucker. <laughs> but no matter, we're meant to be answering a question. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, sorry, we're, we're not sorry, answering, yeah. we're 40 minutes in. We're, 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 we're going to have to do another one to answer this question. That's fine. Um, motherfucker. Do I, right. We'll, get, we'll talk about your friend as well, like I'm trusting, that's a big thing. Do I have relapses? Yes. Mm. Uh, again, this is why um, I've hired Rebecca because, again, one of my biggest things is sex. Yeah. Like, one of my biggest vices is the sexual aspects of stuff. So, my thing is understanding where is that coming from? Mm. Why? And again, we're only at one session and it basically comes back to validation. Yeah. So, if I'm struggling with validation in my life for whatever reason, like maybe the business isn't where I want it to be, maybe someone says something to me, a default will be mm. sex. Yeah. Well, get girls to yeah, yeah, lust for me or... well not, not necessarily that it could be anything it could be I just need just, just someone like again so if I'm talking to someone maybe I'll become a bit needy yeah I get you because I can need that validation I just need to know that someone actually gives a fuck like that I'm actually worth I'm actually worth something that um, makes sense I get you um, or again if I'm complete fucking single yeah pitch, like, I've got some numbers on my phone right let's go do some fucked up shit mm. and again it's just that getting that control again now that's very far and few between that happens nowadays because I'm very aware of what's going on. Mm. But again, we're all human. So like I said from day one, I don't ever claim to be perfect, and I'm not. Yeah. But how often does that happen now? Not often at all. Because mm. I'm aware of the trigger, again, if we're doing the work on it, about right, why, what's happened. So for example, now, if something's not gone right and I feel like, fucking hell, like, I'm just going to fucking tack this all in. <laughs> like, the fucking podcast is shit. Yeah. I'm fucking business is shit. What the fuck's the point? I will then go back and listen to an episode of the podcast. Yeah. I'll look at some transformations I've got. I'll look at the amazing coaches I've got. Mm. I'll be like, no, we're good. Yeah. And that's what you got to do. It's understanding that when I feel that way now, I get what I need from somewhere else. Which <clears throat> is ultimately that feeling of worth. Mm. So if I'm then looking at it like, no, no. Again, so I save client messages. Yeah. So the messages send me, and let's, go, let's read back through them. 
So now I'm doing a good job. That's a great. I'm, I think I'm, that's I'm a, a great person. tip for people to take away. That is. Yeah. I think because that's but, really important. But I said, look at mini wins. But, look what but, you've been but, up and, to. And, and this, this is my point with it. I've I've still had fuck ups along the way, but every time I've been less and less and less and less and less. Yeah. Because sometimes you just get so overwhelmed with stuff. But I can genuinely hand on my heart say that I'm in the best place I've ever been in, especially the last. Probably since the end of the third lockdown, mm. I probably I, I start the, the end. The lockdown's not me a bit, just a little bit. But when did we come out of the last lockdown, the third lockdown, when was Bloody that? Yeah, mate. Um, it's been four months, hasn't it? Yeah, four but, months. So, but yeah. for the last three months, three, yeah. for the last three months, genuinely, I've been in the best place I've ever been in for mm. a very long time. Probably that I, I can remember. I've got such a sense of purpose. Again, this is why you keep saying to me, "Where am I getting these guests, podcast guests from?" Where, where, where am I got all these ideas? Like I know I've got such sense of self, purpose, and clarity because during the lockdowns, I was, it out yeah, too. because I was able to work on some stuff that popped up. So some stuff happened during the lockdowns. Cool, learn from it. We move on mm. because I didn't have this. I didn't mm. have this. I didn't have the podcast I wanted it to be. I didn't have my coaches. I didn't have my office. I just had myself at home. Right. So again, lose that self sense of oh my god, am I losing everything? I've lost everything. Does that make sense? Oh, and then mate, that's when I really then dug deep again. I, I really like that. And it's having that awareness again, knowing fuck, I'm not. I wasn't doing too great. But again, my clients were never known because I still fucking showed up. No one around me would have known because I still didn't fucking show up. But I know. I love your honesty and openness with it too. But, 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 so the, thing is, what, but the thing is, what's, what's the point in lying? Yeah. Well, literally, what's the point in lying? Let's say some person, let's say doing more than lockdown, let's say I've, I've fucking done something or said something, and then someone listens to this thing, well, he's saying he's this, he's not, he's fucking, he's a dickhead. He said this. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend the other day messaged me saying, oh, can you remember saying this? No. And she said, and I was like, oh my fucking God. And I, honestly, I was embarrassed. I was like, what the fuck is he? I was like, honestly, I said, I clearly had a bad day then. Mm. And my friend uh, said something recently to me, because I talked to her, and again, similar coping man we that's what we bond over the most is uh need for validation yep. I, I said on my previous podcast i think that's everyone's you, thing though I, it's most, on, a, on a level most people yeah, most. just want validation just to know yeah. that someone loves them and again my parents aren't very we're not very lovey lovey mm. as a family i've never had someone really just properly i'd say it's uh, i put it where, at, where i could accept it i have had people that have done it but not where i was in place to accept it i'd say an 85 90 seek that validation 100%. and genuinely i can name 10 people probably less maybe seven people in my head that don't and genuinely don't in my eyes but this is the only thing the people that do want the validation like i did my entire yeah, yeah, life yeah i wasn't in the place to receive it right okay i got what you're saying because in order to receive the validation you have to know yourself. Yes. You have they, to know yeah. that you want the validation. You have to forgive yourself because you don't think you're a piece of shit. You don't think you're worthy of it. And you've got to love yourself. Because mm. if you're trying to get love, you yeah. can't receive love unless you know love. If you don't love yourself, you can, people can give you that validation that mm. you're searching for. You could literally be screaming out for validation, literally screaming from the rooftops. Right. But if you can't, don't know yourself, yeah. if you don't forgive yourself, you don't love yourself, you will never accept that validation. And, and, and love is that strongest yes. emotion. Because you won't accept it. How many people do you know that, again, I'm a prime example of it. Mm. Like, I look back at girls who have literally given me everything, yeah. loved me, literally loved me more than I've ever loved myself. Yeah, the same here. But because same I didn't here. love myself, I could not accept it. And I've ended up fucking hurting them. Yeah. And I've only hurt them because literally I Looking pushed them away because I didn't know and, that yeah. what they were trying to give me was exactly what I needed and wanted. Mm. So then all this stuff here, like, no, this is the problem. Most people want this thing, but they're not doing the work to get it and receive it. So then when they do get it and have it, they don't want to do with it. It's like mm. a dog with a bone. Sorry, let me just cut you up there. No, I know. I absolutely love that. And I was just going to say them seven, let's go, five people that I know that don't seek it. I, I'm, I like to psychoanalyze. I like to look at social sciences and how people operate. And there's just a really obvious, clear-cut commonality between all of them. And I'll take my best mate Jagger as the example, but they literally all have the same lifestyle and same existence as what Jagger had. And they've got the parents together, the parents absolutely adore one another you i go over to his house and his mum's doing the mum thing come on mikey what do you want do you want a drink do you want some tea go in the living room his his dad's there he's telling me how cool his life is what he's been up to having a good time <laughs> i'm like what, what are you up to over there <laughs> <laughs> 
And genuinely... <laughs> I, told you, I, told, I told you four years ago, I got a sore throat. Oh, bless. And literally, I'm trying to swallow, and I feel like all I can hear is myself being nasal. <laughs> you like, oh, hello. A little bit of that in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I go over to his house, and I look around, and I just feel this absolute awe of love. Like, they really showcase it all the time. And then the way Jagger operates, because I used to get really jealous of him, because he genuinely didn't give a fuck. But when you feel it from somebody, when you know it, because people that go, I don't give a fuck, they give a lot of fucks. They give so many fucks, it's unreal. More fucks than the norm. But he didn't show, he didn't speak it. He just, when the girl said to him, I don't want you, he really, he was fine with that. He was cool. And most girls did want him because of that, so on. But when I broke up with a girl, it was... Carnage. My my world ended, and that's the majority of people I know. But he had absolutely no problem, no bother. But this this is the bizarre thing. Both my parents are together, and I've got no doubt in my mind that my parents love me. It's just how they show love is very different. They're not that outwardly. Lovey-dovey, and their family hugging, is very kissing. yeah exactly let's express it together. And, and again i think it then depends what your love language is and how you accept love mm. so again if you've got a family that is all lovey-dovey and but then you don't like receiving love that way yeah you just need to be told i love you you're doing a great job yeah, doing that then that's all you need and again some people accept love through gifts and acts of kindness mm. so it's again again the book love languages it's like what's your love language and how do you receive love so again with that if you've got family and they're really lovey and da-da-da, but mm. you that's not you as a person you won't then accept that love. Yeah. We need to, know, again, knowing yourself. No. What kind of love do you like? Every time. What do you need? So my thing is, I just need physical touch. Yeah. Physical touch, and I need someone to tell me, so it's not open to interpretation, because again, my brain and fucking, like, I love you. Mm. Physical touch. Mm. Cool. And, and I don't it, need gifts. I don't need you to fucking buy me stuff, because I don't know how to fucking deal with that shit. Yeah, yeah. I've got my own fucking money, I buy my own <laughs> it, stuff. It do, I love the, I love the sentiment. Don't be brilliant. Like, again, when you get some amazing birthday presents, they're really thoughtful, awesome, love that. But don't buy me stuff to show me that you love me because that doesn't work. Not for who me. I am. It's not who I am. Mm. I just need you to actually tell me, like, I value you as a person. Yeah. Again, value. I value you as a person. I love you as a person. Physical touch. Mm. That's me done. And that's very the, simple. That's the thing. What I was saying on. But it's a dating thing. Oh, <laughs> this is stunning. <laughs> that was the thing. In this girl I've been speaking to at the minute, who's a really good friend. And again, I explained that to her about the need for validation. And I called them demons. I've got these like mm. demons in me and co- I need coping mechanisms and yes. negative traits. But another thing she said, which did lighten the load, she said, Mikey, stop beating yourself up. You're on discovery mode at the minute. Mm. You're not on this mission to get away from all these bad selves and bad Mikey and bad demon Mikey. It's discovery Mikey now. But it's You're on thing, a search. Again, it's something we're talking about. Is it a bad thing? As long as your demons aren't hurting anybody, mm. as long as it's not hurting yourself, mm. what's the problem? Mm. Now, I said it again, not being congruent with the kind of person I want to be. That's then a problem. Yeah. But let's say, for example, one of your things is drinking. Yeah. Just use an example. So one of your things is like these demons are you like to have a drink. Now, let's say you've had a stressful day and then you go and have three or four cans. You're not fucking pissed. You're not aggressive. Complete fucking chill. Is that really the end of the world? Not no. really. It becomes a problem if you're doing it every night and you go home and fucking start beating Chrissy up. That's an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just because you have, do you know what I mean? Like your demons are, you like to drink, so you've had a bit of an issue. Right, do you know what? I'm just going to have four cans. But then or that. Or you're having sex. That thing of them demons, say if it was of the negative, say you were beating up yeah. or you were cheating yeah. or you yeah. were, whatever it is, and it is causing yeah. suffering, it is causing pain. It's regular. You can really not get over them because all you're doing is beating yourself up on mm. the constant about having them and then you sit in them and you're like this is a part of me now and you've attached it to you but then it's understandable where's that come from though isn't it mm. but she, she when she said don't worry forgive yourself yeah. and let's do some discovering yeah. now but that's the hard part though. that's the discovery is the hard part mm. the discovery is the hardest part yeah because like she said let's sit with that that's fucking hard because mm. you're then sat there with your fucking demons who the fuck breathe. likes to sit there with demons? Yeah. Who likes to do that? Who likes to literally sit there? And again, this was one of my light bulb moments for me, really, was when I literally sat in a room full of people. I think I mentioned this maybe on your podcast or mentioned it at some point. I sat in a room with strangers. And basically, you had to tell them about your life story. Mm. You had an hour. to tell about your life story. And you're just fucking going at it. And basically, you're just sat there then with your demons. And you're basically being fucking ripped apart. 
it's fucking hard. Yeah. To sit there with your fucking all your demons. This is me. This is all my fucking piece of shit stuff that I've done. It's fucking hard. Mm. Because you actually sat there with your demons, the worst part of yourself, and you're exposing it, and then you try and do something about it. But yeah. the problem is people want to try and hide them, pretend they're perfect. No one is perfect. Oh. Every person on the planet. David Beckham has fucking demons. Don't know what that is. I know he's fucking maybe had some affairs with again, that's maybe his demons. But everyone's got demons. It's just understand most people that have got that they shouldn't control. They know their demons. Like I now know my demons. I've sat with them and I've had a conversation with them. Mm. So I'm now back in control. Yeah. And mm. everyone's got them. They're still there. It's like the mental health thing. Like it's always going to be there. She just needs to understand what That's triggers right. it, what feeds the demons. No, who's driving the bus. Yeah, because if you leave the, if you leave the demons yeah. and there, and you, what you keep, if you keep a constant eye on the demons, you're going to live yeah. in fear and you're not going to live your life. Yeah. So if you've got your, 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 they're facing the fucking, imagine like a fucking prison, you're like in the Pirates of the Caribbean, like one yeah. of those old school fucking jail cells, and you've got the demons in there. Like if you're constantly facing the jail cells, you're going to miss out on everything. That's going on. You're not looking at you're not looking at life. Life's behind you. Life's happening behind you. Then equally, if you spend your entire life facing outwards, the demon's going to fucking pickpocket you and then get out, and they're going to control your entire life. Mm. So it needs to be that fine balance of living your life, but be very aware you've got demons. Yeah. So you're not doing anything to feed the demons. You're not doing anything to fucking aggravate the demons. You're not doing anything that's there. But if they do start to get a bit hungry, right? What can I do to just sort of settle this down? You've got a sex addiction, right? Rather than fucking going and having sex, can you go and have a wank, for example? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you fucking feeding the demons is fine. Again, rather than going and get fucking shit faced drunk, can you go and have a half? I get For yeah. example. Yeah, and, and, and implement just, discipline. Just, yeah, 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 100%. To get tempered control. Yeah. Because then you're in control. You're saying, no motherfucker, I'm in fucking control here. And then once you then first will have that realization, what's going on, you won't even fucking want it. Mm. Because it's that impulse. The demons have taken over. You're then not in your right mind. Mm. The demons have taken over. You're now on autopilot and you're fucking going off getting fucking absolutely shit-faced. But if you then stopped, ah, the demons are hungry. You're taking a second. Hmm. I'm not back in control. Do I even want a half a pint? Yeah. You, you really. can even talk to them, couldn't you? You yeah. can say, is this what we want, actually? Well, not we. It's like, yeah. is it? I, I don't yeah. fucking want this. Definitely. So it's not a we. Yeah, fuck I know you. what you mean. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, it's part of you. Yeah. But it's like, no, no, no. I'm the best version of me, the real congruent version of me, I do not want to do this. And I will generally have conversation with myself. Yeah. Genuinely, I'll have conversation with myself. That's amazing. And then afterwards, when things have happened, when bad's happened, I will then potentially fucking have a conversation with myself then. Why the fuck have I done that? Yeah. I, but it's I not, it's not a right. why. It's not a why have I done this. Because again, you do that and you drive home. Why have I done that? Why have I done that? And you literally keep repeating the same question. Yeah. Why have I done that? Why have I done that? Without actually answering the question yeah. you're asking yourself. You, again, people do stupid things. Why have I done that? 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 Okay. Why have you actually done that? Yeah. Stop asking yourself why you've done it and answer the fucking question you keep asking yourself. Yeah. And, and then answer that and then make another why yes. after that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Keep breaking it down. Why have yeah. I done that? Because of this. Okay. So why was I feeling with this? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was feeling this because of this. Okay. Then why was this an issue for you? It was an issue because of this. Okay. Well, why did this person bother you? Oh, this person bothered you with this. You and then when you down, get to that, the precipice, you, yes. you go, I'm going to forgive yeah. that now. I, okay, I, cool. I love ah, that. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it all boils down to that. Right. Well, next time this happens, what's a better way of dealing with that? Because yeah. what you're recognizing is triggers. Once you identify the trigger, before you let the trigger actually leave the station and fucking do something, again, um, it was Reese that used this analogy about uh, don't let the cart leave the station. So imagine a roller coaster cart. Before, if you know that's about to fucking shoot off and you can't catch it, and you're going to go on this fucking roller coaster. Yeah, fucking, yeah. Fucking away. You're not going like, to get you, 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 can't, you can't get it back. Like once, once, once the roller coaster's <laughs> gone, it's yeah. gone. Once the demon's got hold of you, they're gone. But yeah, if, you can leave the stop the stop, if you can beautiful. catch the cart before it leaves the station and realise, uh, uh, before you came on, actually, you got called... Um, Reese. Reese, I'll have to get my contact again. He's, awesome. well, he's absolutely brilliant, actually. We need to go to Wales and interview that, him. Mate, I'm, I'm up for a, a proper date. <laughs> mate, you absolutely love him. Uh, we could go for your podcast as well. Um, so again, don't let the car leave the station. So you can actually notice, right, right, last time, this trigger meant the cart left the station. Yeah. Right, next time this trigger happens again, what am I going to do differently? So you notice, right, next time that happens, ah... Ah, last mm. time Mikey said something to me, last time Mikey fell asleep on a Monday evening when he was meant to do the podcast. <laughs> I knew that would come round. Uh-oh, bingo. Look at Chrissy saved the day. Wow. But let's, let's use that as an example. So then let's say that was a trigger for me. And then let's say I wouldn't sleep and all that sort of stuff. Let's say like Chrissy hadn't done that. Like my head rolls off, I can't sleep. And then I go do something destructive yeah. to, to deal with that. Right. 
Next time that, well, first of all, right, why has that happened? Then we then set some boundaries. Right. Yeah. By Sunday evening, cool. So next right. time, won't happen again, cool, done. And then it's a case of, right, let's say it does happen again, for whatever reason, shit happens, life happens. Cool. I'm not going to let myself do something negative. Own time, this has happened. Last time I did this, how can I handle it better? But you're asking yourself ahead of time, you're preempting it. Yeah. So you're not then stuck in this moment where you're really emotional trying to make logical decisions because you're dr- driven in emotion. Shit, Mikey's gone to sleep. Shit, I need my podcast doing. What do I do? And I'm like, right, what's a real sensible thing to do? But that's not what I'm thinking. My brain's like, ah, panic, panic. Yeah. Default mode, do something stupid. But then if I do do something stupid, I then put it back. Right. Why the fuck have I just done this? <laughs> break it down, break it down, break it down. Cool. So how can I stop happening again? Right, set boundary market. Cool, done. Then what happens if that does happen again? And what can I t- do? Well, next time I feel that way, actually, hmm, let's go for a walk. Okay, cool. Mm. But the, does, that, does that make sense? I only use yeah, that to first of all make fun of you for but the premise from. of it does that make sense? It's like you, you're, you're understanding. Like, what can I do to stop it happening again? Yeah. Set boundaries by Sunday. Cool. That's in, that's stopping happening again. But if it does happen again, right ahead of time, you've already had a, you've already uh, had a debrief with yourself after the last time it happened. Yeah. And you're putting something in place to help you. Yeah, and it's also that Buddhist philosophy, isn't it? It's sort of the worrying's like being on a rocking horse it gives you something to do but it don't get you anywhere and the same thing i think uh, dalai lama did say it you've got a problem here now is there anything you can do about it yes well why are you worried then because you've got a solution no well definitely don't worry about it then because there's nothing you can do because just don't worry so then then let's break it down so the audience knows. Let's use this as an example. So Monday, you said you're going to get the podcast with me by seven o'clock. Yeah. But this isn't good. It's not an issue. Generally, it's not an issue. Got I know, sorted, yeah, but I'm using this as an example because it's a brilliant example. It's quite a about. funny issue. Yeah, funny. <laughs> so, so, so 7, 7 p.m. So if anyone knows that I, I get the, the entire episodes, I've never missed a Tuesday morning release. Okay, so that's what it is. So obviously, you get the audio, you send it to me. You said, right, it's going to be by seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. I then didn't want to message you at seven o'clock to be like, got the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first of all, it's me. Probably should message you. But I thought, oh, I'm going to give him a couple of hours. He's probably busy. Yeah. In a couple of hours, you've then gone to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I have the message saying, oh, do you have an ETA at nine o'clock? Because I'm on my way to Aldi to get my food. One tick. Yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> the, Shit. the man's not in the okay. station. So I was like, what's happened? Assuming the worst. Is Mikey okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe his phone's died. Busy working, blah, blah, blah. Then I, didn't think, I didn't think you were asleep. I thought you were busy working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I wish I was. Shit. Straight away, shit, what can I do about the situation? Mm. Hmm. Text Chrissy. Text Chrissy. One tick. <laughs> Shit. So I sat there in Andy Car Park. What do I do? Nothing. Yeah. Go to Aldi. Come back out of Aldi. Chrissy's message back. I'm on my way home. Don't know what the situation is. I find out when I get home. Yeah. Fuck. Right, cool. Chrissy's awake. Brilliant. Chrissy's, yeah, yeah. Chrissy's sorted. Somebody's here. Chrissy gets home. He's asleep. He ain't waking up. Right. What's, what's the normal procedure? I said, well, I'm assuming, oh, is it called something, something, something? I said, that's it. Cool. How do you normally send it over? Sends it over. Cool. Job's good. No panic. But <laughs> let's say Chrissy then hadn't. Yeah. What can I do about the situation? Yeah. Nothing. Or you could get really angry and yep. then feel uh, but, shit. Uh, but at no point was I angry. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, fuck, I'm going to miss my for the first time. But like, okay, cool. What, situa- what, what can I do? Nothing. The podcast is going to have to go out. Still on Tuesday. Yeah. But a little bit later on mm. when Mikey wakes up. Yeah. So I'm not awake at six. Maybe wake at seven. Maybe go at eight. Yeah. Cool. So I'd come to the realization when I walked into Aldi it's probably not going to get done today. Mm. I was a little annoyed, but at the end of the day, shit happens. Yeah. Nothing I could do about it. And again, it's then my fault because I didn't, didn't message you potentially at seven o'clock. Mm. Cool. There's no issue, no harm done. It got all sorted. Next day, we had a laughing joke about it. Mm. Of course, we set a thing, right, we do it by Sunday. So we now know the boundaries. But it's like saying there, like at no point was I like, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck my kid. Shit happens. And that's it, I'm not man. perfect. For, for any situation, when it goes naught to 100, and you, you just can't see any clarity, no. can you? No, no so, point, because again, I'm trying to communicate with Chrissy. You wouldn't have thought of even getting in touch with Chrissy if you'd yeah. have just gone not to 100. 100%. Like, fucking idiot. 100%. Why is it like, when you were ill, like When you were ill, I genuinely yeah. was that emotionally invested in, fuck, I don't think Mikey's well. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about messaging Chrissy. Because yeah, I was so emotionally yeah, yeah. invested in, fuck, I don't think Mikey's okay. So there's me freaking out thinking, fuck, I think Mikey's not well. I'm mm. badly not well. And this one's like, have you messaged Chrissy? I like that thing we create, by yeah. the way, when I was yeah. ill. I think yeah, that was really good. I listened to that one back. Yeah, good, Brilliant. My point is that, yeah, just there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's well, not that's just... a good example, you yeah, know. That's the, why I was using it because again, you, you, I was using it because it's a prime example we're speaking about. You come up with a great idea because you were you were calm, you were collected, and you came up with a contingency plan. Yeah. 
And again, man, me, me and Chrissy on the weekend put on the vintage fair on the farm. See your phone. <laughs> we, we, we put on this uh, vintage fair and I felt for the first hour we were flapping and there were so many mistakes. And because we'd been so ready for things to happen and I got prepared on the Tuesday, building up to the Sunday, everything was ready, tables, chairs out, done. But then people started coming in oh, guys, why don't you put a sign at the bottom because people are struggling to find it. Something happens, something happens. R guys, uh, I forgot to bring my stall. Have you got anything? Moving about, moving about. And for a bit of time, me and Chrissy did lose ourselves a bit. We we'd stopped acting how we usually act in that sort of calm, rational way. We went, oh, God, what are we doing? What are we doing? Move, move, move. And then it took one... I did. <laughs> I went, Chrissy, breathe. If I start flapping, talk to me. Please tell me what I'm doing. If you start flapping, I'm going to stop you and let you know you're flapping. And we both looked at each other and went, okay. Because we, we, we were losing our words. We couldn't think of the next thing we were going to say. We were just all over the place. I was dropping things. And we just took that one second out, reminded ourselves, and the day went perfectly after that. Not one problem. We were but now just you know, in control. next time, signs. Yeah. Back up things. And we've learned and them things. He's learned from it. Yeah. That's all you can do. Okay. We forgive ourselves for flapping. Yeah. It wasn't a very long time at all. And we've taken the next, what do we do next from that? A hundred percent, man. This has gone on loads, it's been good. Mate, it's gone loads of tangents I didn't expect it to go on. Um, yeah, I feel quite emotional. I feel like I've exposed myself quite a bit today. I feel like it's been like a, first bit of intervention. <laughs> deliberately been like, oh, I'm going to forget yeah. I'm, I'm exposed, Dan, I'm going to get him uh, Is it Rachel Dakin? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She sent me in here today. Yeah. Um, where can people find out more about you? Uh, what, what, have you Mike, so, what have you socials? <laughs> Mike for all the music and the old farm bus for any events coming up. I'm anything. joking because I know you've got about 50. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forget the You can do what you action. want because you're in charge of the editing. Oh, Jimmy, yeah. Pop all 20 you know, now down. you said that, it's just going to be like ping, ping all over your face yeah. as well. <laughs> and mine is Daniel underscore James underscore fitness. There, old, and that's old, definitely old going bus. to go in wrong now as well. <laughs> um, so again, if you took any value from today's episode, if it made you think, if it gave you a bit of new perspective on stuff, if it made you laugh, don't forget to share it with a friend. Help us spread the word to help as many people as possible. I absolutely love you guys. You're absolutely awesome. Marky, take care. Being good, man. Big love, guys.